0: One two. is this on.
1: Well, let me talk to you. A little bit of the bubbly. Money. Money. yeah, yeah. Ah, it's not hot. Yeah. Welcome everybody to episode seventy-eight of the WrestleGet Podcast. I am your host, Christy Heat Matthews, joined as always by Garrett G. Money Mon. And the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. What is going on, fellas? Woo!
2: Uh,
1: Woo! Not much, man. Just styling and profiling. With a tear in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What, what a week we've had. The Royal Rumble. We had... A pretty decent raw for a change. Yeah. Like not too much to complain about there. AEW had some pretty solid stuff on there. NXT knocks out of the park again this week. I think I had like six twice this
3: twice this week. It was great, great week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm glad Jill showed up for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man awesome awesome so uh be sure to follow us on twitter at Wrestleget and pod with one d uh instagram WrestleGet and pod with two d's and you can also check out our sister uh account uh for the understore collection uh where you can check out any of the, the toy stuff that we've got going on with their toy news all that fun stuff uh facebook.com slash pod and youtube.com slash for the collection, for toy unboxings. A couple new videos up there. Um, myself and my awesome daughter, Zatanna, uh, just did a unboxing of the Hasbro re-release of the Ghost Popper, which is a lot of fun. I haven't seen that one yet. So be sure. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty I fun. Had check it out. She had a lot of fun with that one. So. Takes me back to uh, getting that getting that toy when I was a kid because it came out in uh, 87. So I'm pretty sure I got it for my birthday that year. So just being able, like in, I said in the video, being able to un- unbox that, and, like remembering getting it and unboxing it, and then having, you know, my daughter, who was roughly about the same age I was when I got it, when I got that toy, unboxing it too was just it was pretty awesome and surreal. So it was a lot of fun, So. All right, so, yeah, so that's our, our social stuff. Go ahead and check all that stuff out as well. Um, if you're looking for a cool group on Facebook, be sure to check out the Fig Cave um, set up by what our good friend of the show, Phil Gentile, um, and our friends over at the Run-In Podcast do a lot of stuff in there as well. Um, I'm thinking I want to become a little bit more active in that group, so um, I'm going to run some things by by those guys and see what they think. Maybe doing a uh, a Wrestle Wednesday in the group, kind of popped into my head there. to do like some unboxings or just you know talk general wrestling while people are watching NXT or AEW. So, pretty some fun stuff. See what we can do on that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for that. I don't have any follow up. You guys got anything follow follow up from last week? Uh, no. Nope. All right. So then I guess it's time to get into the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the hoster's hotline, you may do so by dialing 194544. The, one one the news is brought to you by Date Nights in a Box. If you're going to be stuck in the house with your significant other, why not have something to pass the time? Let Date Nights in a Box help you plan that perfect evening. And possibly, possibly just maybe, get yourself a little something, something, too. So you can check out date nights in a box at and let, let them plan
3: your perfect evening. Or well, if you don't have a girlfriend, you know, order one anyway so everybody thinks, uh, you know, you're not a loser and that you have a, a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I, think, are people too. <laughs> I mean, well, those sex robots have, like, pretty good AI, from my understanding, articles and stuff that I've seen. And, <laughs> is, is that um... where we're going? With? <laughs> That's where we're going, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they're people, too. <laughs> they're pretty much. You know, these uh, blow-up dolls these days, uh, <laughs> I've been told to uh, have a, a life like... <laughs> Oh man, I'm you see that. I pop up on Facebook. So.
2: Ha- ha- hashtag for the collection. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh goodness gracious.
1: Oh man, damn Skippy.
3: <laughs> but, uh, Garrett's been using Date Night in the Box, and, uh, worked real well for him <laughs> he's been getting laid uh, by significant, his significant other. um uh, what you tell us about it Garrett
2: um uh, no
3: <laughs> my
0: my private information is between me and my not the sex
3: man the date night <laughs> in the box <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh Oh, man all right
1: (laughs) funny story actually regarding a blow up doll (laughs) a friend of mine used to have one just so he can use the carpool lane (laughs) oh god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he named her Sheila. <laughs> it even got to the point where he would, um he put his four-wheeler in the back of the truck and he would um strap Sheila onto the four-wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually it got to the point where we just, we had Sheila and we'd, as a prank, go put it in other people's beds while they weren't home. Because for some reason, my friends left their doors unlocked and, or gave us keys, which wasn't a great thing to do. <laughs> no,
0: sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> it was a bad idea.
1: <laughs> oh, lots of fun. All right. So let's get into some news. Uh, WWE signed William Regal's son, and he'll be uh, making his way to the NXT UK brand. That's cool. So nice. oh, well, pretty cool with that. So congrats to um, William Regal's son. I'm, I don't know his name. I really didn't see that. It just, the whole article said William Regal's son. So, but uh, yeah, we're terrible news reporters over here. But, oh man, yep. amateurs, amateurs at best. But, um, good news Lars Sullivan is gone.
2: Oh,
1: I was Finally. so
0: happy when I saw apparently,
1: that. Apparently, Maybe. they released him like a month ago and they just kept it quiet. Like there will no big fan figure about it, just let him go. So cool. I was like, that's that's what they need to do. Oh so, then I uh, it was announced today that uh Steve Cutler was also released, which is kinda odd because he was on um he's been on SmackDown paired up with oh. Corbin.
0: Um William Regal's son is named
1: Bailey Matthews. Bailey Matthews. What the hell kind of
3: name is that? Bailey Matthews. British, I know, but British. It's like I can't (laughs) can't feel his dad's name. Just be like William Regal the second, or something. It
0: could be like, or or he could be Stephen
3: Regal. Stephen (laughs) Regal. Anything. Yeah. I said a fucking. What did you say his name was? Something Matthews.
0: Bailey. Bailey
3: Matthews.
2: Yeah.
3: He took his favorite wrestler, Bailey, and his favorite podcast host, Chris Heat Matthews, and just came well, up with a...
2: It's
0: because he goes, that's his, like, Bailey Matthews is his actual name. Yeah. Because William Regal's actual, the actual name is Darren Kenneth Matthews.
2: Oh. Uh,
3: so basically, he's like Dominique Mysterio. Could come up with, like, a cool name. So he just went by his name. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey nothing wrong with Matthews, though. I might even be related to them. Who knows? Probably. You hope I, I do. It. That'd be so fucking awesome. <laughs> 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 you know, like William Regal is, like, is like a distant cousin. <laughs> Some shit like that. I don't know. I'm sure somewhere down the, the family tree there's links to something. So.
3: We're, we're all distant cousins.
1: Pretty much. Yep. All right, so um, A.W. this week announced their uh, participants for the Women's Title Eliminator Tournament. So they listed the uh, participants for both the Japanese competitors and the U.S. competitors. Um, So some of these I'm probably going (laughs) to butcher. Of course, we have uh, Asia Kong representing the Japanese competitors. Yuka Sakazaki, the magic girl, kind of excited to see her back. Uh, Veni Emi Sakura Rio Mizunami May Saruga probably killed that one. Uh, Rinka and Maki. <laughs> That's what it says, man. <laughs> I probably, like I said, I, I probably butchered some of these. Um, and Maki Itoa. <laughs> So I apologize, I for any mispronunciations. <laughs> some of them I'm really looking forward to seeing. We haven't seen Asia Kong in a while. Like yeah. she's pretty much. I'm just like a couple events and it just disappeared towards the beginning of um um AEW's uh pay per views and TV show. Uh, women's title. Well, not women's U.S. competitors. Uh, Serena Deeb, the current NWA Women's Champion. Um, I don't know how Riho is one of the U.S. competitors. This is it because she's actually signed to AEW? Or and, uh, Rio will be coming Kenny back. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> um, Britt Baker, Ty Conti, Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose, Anna, 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 Anna J, and uh, Layla Hirsch. <laughs>
2: For those those of you
1: who watch Being the Elite, you will definitely get that on a referencer. <laughs> oh, man. So lots of, lots of strong talent in this Eliminator tournament between the Japanese, like, both sides, actually. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get some better matches out of Rio since she's been gone. Doubtful. One thing I will say, though, this is severely lacking with a couple other people. Um, where is Ivelisse? Where is Diamante? And it's very disappointing that neither one of those two were on here. Why is Nyla Rose included? Wasn't she? Uh, apparently, she's coming back from a suspension. What so.
3: was well, she suspended for?
1: Um, I don't remember what they suspended her for. It was something like... She attacked somebody and got suspended for it. Yeah. Who
0: does? Does it? Yeah. yeah. The real problem with this list is why is because she it? fucking sucks.
2: Oh. <clears throat> fucking sucks.
1: Oh, she's uh, the, pretty much the face of the women's division. So. Yeah, no, um, but they got an ugly face. So. <laughs> I will say though, the match <laughs> with her and Thunder Rosa was actually pretty good. Yeah, because it was with Thunder Rosa. Most Mm. matches with Thunder Rosa are pretty good. (laughs) I will give you that. All right, Let's (laughs) round out the news here with some figure news. Got a little bit, not a whole lot. Um, New York Toy Fair actually should be coming up here in a few weeks. Um, I don't know if they're doing. I think they're doing virtual again this year, so we'll definitely see some stuff from that as well. But um, Zombie Sailor Toys is announced they're adding Bruiser Brody to the retro lineup. I was pretty psyched about that. Mm-hmm. And they also announced that um, the sculpts are being done by one of NECA's, NECA Toys' um, sculptors. So that explains the uh, phenomenal detail that I've seen so far with the, the Brian Myers and uh, Matt Cardona retro figures. So, Pretty psyched about those. I'll definitely be keeping an eye on those for price points and deciding if I want to pick up some of those um psycho clown and his father super porky have been added to mass republic's legends of lucha libre line so they'll be getting figures re- um over the next year or so and um we also saw the renders of AEW unrivaled series five after seeing the uh, back of the package for the line leaked uh, a couple weeks ago actually it was last week um and those renders were showing off on jeremy pedauer's twitter which is uh, jeremy Com. If you're not following him, you definitely should, especially if you're looking for AEW figure news. <clears throat> so Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Hangman Page, um, Moxley, which will be a chase, and then we're getting Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. It'll be the see, five.
2: Isn't there
0: like a rare? Isn't there like a rare? I saw something about a rare Adam Page.
1: Um. Did you see that? Probably.
0: There was one that, like, it. I think it's just maybe a different, like, outfit. Yeah, maybe. it's generally it what it is. The, like, um, it
1: didn't come with
0: any, like, did come with any accessory stuff that the other one did.
1: Yeah, there one that comes with a pitcher and a glass.
0: Right. That was the okay. regular one. And then I saw another one that said it was a rare. So I'm assuming it's a chase. And it didn't have anything. I, I'm just assuming it has different attire. Yeah, but you can't really tell. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah he's drunk. so base what it is like the the um the rares and the ch- it's pretty much a chase too um it's just it's going to be yeah. harder to find but they are increasing the production numbers on those i don't know if it's going to take effect on that wave or if it's the uh the wave after or a couple wave, waves after that but um yes yeah. so i'm not sure what the difference between these two are because the renders look pretty much the same. Like the the John Moxley, the head has the chase for Moxley has the eye patch or like the head wrap or whatever. Um, oh, I see the difference now. So one's got a belt for the hangman page and the other one doesn't. That tech the tag team belt? The biggest. No, like if. On his actual tights, he's got a like a like a belt, oh, okay. like a big-ass
3: belt buckle. Oh, okay. I thought you said like, like the tag team belt or something.
1: No, those will be coming with um, Kazarian and uh, Scorpio Sky. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the biggest difference I see. I think the vest might be a little different. Yeah, The vest is a little different and the boots are different. I'm not sure what the the ring attire is for um for that hangman but I'll have to actually probably get more when they show like full prototype images of these probably in like the next month.
3: Maybe the his tights is bigger.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, actually, speaking of bulges. <laughs> there's a company uh sideshow toys they're releasing um i think it's one six scale pretty much statues from batman and robin i think it is or batman forever one of the two Mm -hmm. and like i chris o'donnell must be the happiest person in the world because like robin has a giant ass bulge in the front of his tights i mean he did the movie (laughs) screen accurate the um
0: it just sounds like something they should do for, like, they should make, like, a big dick dub <laughs> and have, like, a, the biggest balls in uh, all over. <laughs> Batman
3: Forever, and I want to say Batman and Robin. <laughs> I mean, like, Batman and Robin, I, like, remember, like, there's definitely scenes where it just shows, like, their ass and fucking
1: pecs and stuff and tights. Yeah, that's when they're, like, when they're super yeah. <laughs> up. Like, but they didn't just do it with Batman and Robin, though. Like, they did it with Alicia Silverstone too, yeah, when yeah. she was getting putting her on. Um, her Batgirl outfit yeah. on, but I mean, both of those movies were done by Joel Schumacher. So I mean, I mean, Batman and Robin turned into like a ninety-minute gay joke. <laughs> yeah, I
2: yeah.
1: thought. I like Batman and, and Robin. really bad, really bad uh Mister Freeze puns. Yeah,
3: I like Batman. I like Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. They they were good movies. Fuck what everybody else has okay. say.
1: I I did like I like right. Batman up until Batman Forever, but I wasn't too big on Batman and Robin. I would like I'll still watch it, but you know I will. Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze puns aren't that bad. Like Ice to meet yeah. you. I
3: mean it's not it's not the it's not my favorite <laughs> Batman movie or nothing, you know. But too I'll watch them. Like they're not that bad. They're not as bad as everybody says it so they are.
1: Nah, I, Batman Returns is probably my favorite out of the four of those. Yeah, Batman Returns is pretty good.
3: Yeah, either Batman yeah. or Batman Returns.
1: Awesome. So that's uh that's gonna wrap up the news. That's that's pretty much it. I didn't see really anything else this week, so let's um let's go bell to bell. Bell to bell.
2: Oh, I said, are you ready?
1: Formally, our are getting the ring segment. But, uh, this week, it has been changed to bell to bell all right uh i didn't watch smackdown i'm gonna be flat out on that one didn't get a chance to watch it didn't have time to watch it (laughs) uh i
3: tried to but i could like i watched a little bit of it before i watched the rumble but i was like i'm gonna watch the rumble so i don't need to watch this
0: yeah so I mean, so I'm basically the only one that watches it. It's fine. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I mean, really, the only like really good highlights were, I mean, the Reigns. I mean, it was for Owens promo than it was Reigns. It was just Reigns. Reigns' parts in it were re- like that promo. Then setting up the match was really good. Like they was a little back and forth thing. It was more like Reigns trying to like dog Owens about talking shit about his dad. It was really good. Should, I mean, promo wise to set up their match, it really like was a good promo. Uh, they really like the best match because, I mean, if they'd actually had AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan, it would have been the best match on the card. But uh, it definitely was Bianca Bailey because their matches together are really good. Um, <clears throat> but having a uh two uh one on one match go to a three on three match and go on to a five on four match, then go to a, a Sheamus coming out of nowhere to bro kick uh Sami Zayn for a pin, that doesn't excite me at all. And uh, the low point for me was definitely Corbin and Dominic Mysterio because I'm tired of watching the Dominic get destroyed every week. So yeah, and I don't understand where this uh, storyline is going.
1: I thought maybe like because Mysterio did announce that he's he signed a, a new contract with WWE, so he is under contract with WWE. Right. Why why don't we just put Dominic and Mysterio together and have them make a run for the tag titles?
0: I don't I just don't understand the storyline they're doing. I don't it doesn't make any sense to me like why Dominic's literally going out there getting destroyed every week and like nothing's really getting boosted with storyline wise. I I just I don't get what's going on with
1: I, I don't think they know what's going on either. That's no It's like let's uh let's put let's make Corbin look good and have him throw around, you know, this twenty something year old kid.
0: Which is done, I think,
1: second, uh, maybe third week in a row. Terrible, man. Um, All right. So, SmackDown, let's jump to the Royal Rumble. Do these in order. I should have listed these in order. But, uh, yeah. So, Royal Rumble. I thought the Rumble was good. I I enjoyed the Um, pay-per-view. Of course, pretty much everything after McIntyre and Goldberg was solid. Uh, I was
3: telling telling Garrett. I think like I wasn't really disappointed by the Goldberg McIntyre match. Um, I mean it was exactly what I expected. Like, um, so there wasn't like a letdown or anything. It was, you know, just two dudes doing their finishers a couple times and.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't think I was going to be let down. I just knew it was gonna be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean it was what I was like, expected and I mean that's what we get. Yeah. They're expected a terrible match. We got a terrible match. So I mean not even Drew could save that. Like I think Goldberg was gassed by the time he got to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> my question and my question is
3: somebody... my question is is uh why do you need so many <laughs> security guards? It's like it's a fucking empty arena. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: hey man, one of those one of those monitors might fall.
3: So <laughs> and then him not walking oh, through the, and then him not walking through the pyro, uh, pyro uh, I mean at this point why do you have it, you know?
1: Yeah. And so all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So that match, uh, our picks for that one, uh, both you and Garrett picked uh, Oldberg to win. I went with Drew. Nice to see that I was correct. (laughs) 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 That's probably going to be like the only one. No, actually, there's... Yeah, that's probably going to be the only one. But Okay, so we go from that match and then we jump into... Oh, uh, what was next? It was uh Sasha and Carmella. Carmella. Sasha yeah. and Carmella. Yeah. Uh, which actually, Carmella put on a pretty good match. Yeah, it was good. So like, both of them actually it was a really, really decent. Actually, match. I out of, of out of all the like non Raw Rumble matches,
3: uh, I would say this is probably one of the better matches.
1: I I probably have to agree on that one. It was pretty solid. At least it didn't have a fucked up finish. <laughs> No, <laughs> so, uh yep. we all picked Sasha to retain on that one, which Sasha did. You no, know, pretty sight going into the Royal Rumble. Um, so we had that was those that was the women's rumble that was next, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. Maybe. I don't I don't
0: know. Yeah, it was
3: the women's Royal rumble. It was the women's Royal Rumble, and they did last men standing, and then they did men's Royal Rumble.
1: Okay. All right. So we go to the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, Bianca Belair came out as the winner, um, with her, her and Rhea Ripley being the final two. A lot of uh, interesting surprises in this matchup. Some we kind of knew, others were uh, were uh, very very surprising. Uh, specifically, Victoria. Yeah. I was. Which at. Uh... I pissed Chris off a lot. I told him beforehand. <laughs> yeah. was I was a really pissed. Like
3: her, uh, her ring attire was pretty cool too.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: you know what's funny to me, Carl, watching that that O Six Rumble that we're gonna talk about later. You noticed like two of the people that were in that were the two of the people that were like spinning the thing for the the yeah. in the for the Rumble in yeah. the O Six one. I thought yeah. that was hilarious <laughs> to
2: me. <laughs> hmm.
1: Yeah, so and in the middle of this match, you know my only complaint with this is the uh, Alicia Fox twenty four seven title thing. No, I
0: didn't
3: mm. you know you
0: like
1: I, I, they
3: kinda of delegitimize it. Yeah.
0: I know nobody did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And okay, then they they pretty much they oh. always try to take focus off the winner. Yeah. So and that is what it seems like when they do stuff like that. Another thing I, I mean, didn't understand I mean, either the worst
0: part about this rumble was there was no there's a tear in my eye, but yeah. no, you I know. I mean I'm
1: not I'm
3: not the biggest Bianca fan either. Um but uh it is what it is. But um the um, I think I just didn't understand why she was going after Naomi the whole match. Um Is there some kind of feud or something I
1: missed? Uh at some point. I've never <laughs> uh, never I, seen those two wrestle. I've never even seen I mean them it seemed like I mean, am I wrong? It seemed like the whole
3: rumble they were like uh, Bianca was trying to throw Naomi out, like, and kept failing that throwing her out. Um, and then there was like a point where they both were like hanging I, off the the ring together, but
1: it was this? I don't know. I just didn't get that. I, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of it was kind of weird. I so. was. Uh, uh, the the shit <laughs> thing was like, why did they go through all that stuff? Like, didn't Naomi have like a little super save spot this year? Yeah. Yeah. And then she that got like the whole point. With, and then uh, she got eliminated like immediately after getting back in the ring.
0: Yeah, that's always how it happens, though.
1: But usually not like Kofi. Every time Kofi did that, like he lasted like a few more minutes before he got thrown out. Like this was like as soon as she stepped in between those ropes, she got thrown out. Yeah, but what can you do? Uh, what else? What else we have in there? Uh, Tory Wilson, um, uh, Alicia Fox. Tory uh, Wilson, did, like
3: I don't, I don't know. Tory Wilson does kind of look weird. Like she doesn't look like Tory. Like if you said that was Tory Wilson, I'd been like, uh, no, man, I don't know who that is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she yeah. looks there. I don't know if it's like some kind of plastic surgery or facelift, or maybe, maybe she's just older or something. I don't know. But if she came out with like a, a new name, I would I would have been like, oh man, it's Tori
2: Wilson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Mickey James, not really a return, but Mickey James looked good in the yeah. rumble and seeing her go toe to toe with Charlotte. Like I want to see more Mickey James yeah. and Charlotte. I think that like she should have,
3: like Mickey James should have been in there a little bit longer um, than Absolutely. what she was. And then I, I wasn't a big fan of the the deep run, but with well with both Rumbles, but it's like why do you both why you have to go deep, you know? But it's all good.
1: Yeah, oh, that's cool uh was it peyton peyton royce hits the uh her version of the uh the widow's Mm -hmm. peak and then turns around and gets uh nailed by victoria with the widow's peak which i thought that was pretty good victoria looked victoria looked great in this rumble too so so they did a really good job yeah
0: it was a pretty good match
1: uh let's see so yeah bianca won um Garrett and I both picked Bianca. Uh Carl, you picked Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um surprise entrance, uh, you had Marlena.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I said Tessa Blanchard. Um and uh Garrett said Taya. So none none of those happened.
3: <laughs> it would have been a lot better if it if it, if right. it did. If we all three of them
1: were in there. <laughs> All right, so we go from that to the last man standing for the Universal Championship, Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. Um, all three of us pick Roman to retain. This match was great until the last, like, five minutes. It's one of those things where they should have, <laughs> like, they should have ended the match with, like, the
3: fucking go- like, that, that golf cart. Like, when he hit uh, Kevin Owens with a golf cart. That yeah. was like pretty badass. Like, that was, that should have ended the match right there. Like, I would have been fine with that. Because, I mean, he fucking smacked into him with a damn golf cart. Like, all that shit they've been doing on AEW with the fucking golf cart. Like, fucking Kevin Owens took like the best fucking bump with a golf cart that you could fucking take. Uh, uh, yeah. So, to me, like that spot, or the, or even the, I mean, the Swanton, um, uh, I was kind of confused because, uh, Roman Reigns was down for more than 10 seconds, like laying flat on the table, or whatever you want to call that thing that he was laying on. Uh, but, yeah, um, yeah, that, that should have been, like, one of those bumps should have been the end of the, the match. Um, uh, Not what... Uh, The worst, the worst. Not what we got. Yeah, I was going to say not what we got, like, I mean, so, basically, uh, Roman Reigns uh, got handcuffed um, with some fucking... I don't know what kind of handcuffs. those must be like like sex handcuffs, like where you handcuffs them onto a bed. You know?
2: Because <laughs> they were definitely longer than like
3: your average handcuffs. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Like those are the uh like Adamandeve dot handcuffs. um but yeah he handcuffed him and i don't know did they did he cover up the keyhole or i I don't know it took forever for fucking paul heyman it took forever for paul heyman to get there and then when he finally got there uh took him forever to get the handcuffs off they they did this one bump with a referee that was perfect
0: well you know the other funny thing is too why does Paul Heyman even have the keys if Because Roman
3: Reigns brought the handcuffs out, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, well,
0: I guess he did. But either way, why would he give it? To I Paul
3: have the no idea. Keys? Maybe that's what took Paul Heyman so long to get there. Was he had to find the key? So.
1: <laughs> so like,
3: he gave <laughs> Heyman
1: the keys so Owens wouldn't try to steal the keys from Roman when he got beat up. I don't know. Yeah. Something yeah. Something stupid like that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, so then. Yeah. <laughs> The other ref, the new ref have that you... came
3: out, like he stopped counting at five because he's like, "Oh shit!"
1: Oh, um, <laughs> well, they got the cuffs off. Um, yeah, we uh, go, we go over here have some tea with Kevin K- K-
3: Owens was like knocked out for what three or four minutes with like a low blow. Was it like a low blow that Roman Reigns hit him with his free hand? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that,
3: one, that must have been one. That must have been one hell of a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was that longer he was that longer with the blow <laughs> than he was with the fucking golf
1: cart <laughs> oh man so on top of on top of all that like the worst thing to come out of this match are were all the AEW fanboys oh they're copying what they did in the stadium the stadium stampede match blah 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 Kenny Omega actually responded and uh, via Twitter, I can't remember what he said. He, um, he said that uh, something about, you know, yeah, it was good when uh, Lawler and Eddie Gilbert did the golf cart spot 35 years ago. So it was better than what both um, Omega did, what AEW and WWE did.
0: Hey,
1: Jerry Lawler hit Eddie Gilbert with a golf cart? Uh, <laughs> well, Jerry, I'm assuming so. I, Yeah, Jerry Lawler and Eddie Gilbert did a golf cart spot 35 years ago. They said it was better than – uh you know, Omega said it was a better spot than what they did between both of those shows.
0: Thanks. Nice.
3: but uh, yeah I mean s- s- except for the end of the <clears> match <throat> it, I mean it, it, w- it was going to be a really good match I mean it was a really good match It just the the ending uh, was pretty fucked up and it, it kind of made me a little disappointed yeah. uh, in Kevin Owens because it's like come on man you could at least went over and like kicked him or um, like attack tame it, you know what I'm saying you could have did something to try to to save the spot the finish and then I mean did they practice this at all or at least like talk about you know like handcuff handcuff r- rule one sure. I'm sure they talk it's about like' it, uh, if but... you don't handcuff somebody once you handcuff them with the keyhole out so you can just
1: easily <laughs> Instead of like Heyman going through the keys, no, no, Paul, that's my house key. No, nope, that's the car key, Paul.
3: So at least we know Paul Heyman ain't in the kinky sex, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or either that or he's used to being the one tied up.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, man. Okay. Oh, so God. on that note. <laughs>
2: On that note, <laughs> let's go ahead to the
1: the main event, the men's Royal Rumble match. Um, <clears throat> so we all pretty much got this wrong. <laughs> Chris was pissed. Oh man, I wasn't pissed. I, I was, I was, I was a little upset. Uh, one and two were supposed to be Orton and Edge. Now I said last week I was in a uh a contest on in the Fig Cave Facebook group for the Royal Rumble. Um, basically if you're, you got assigned a random number, I got number two, which would have been edge. And then I would have won 29 figures. Unfortunately, Vince decided to change that last minute and have edge come out first and then Orton come out second. So yeah. So I had to send out a figure instead of getting 29 figures. But I mean, it was all good. It was all fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, made the Rumble anytime you got something like that it always makes it more interesting because you're more vested into watching the match and paying more attention yeah. to what's going on. I mean, on. I'm always a big fan um, of the Rumble match anyways. Uh, it's Yeah, I mean, the Rumble is one of my favorite matches like all year. But um, Edge, Edge coming in at number one because he decided he didn't want to wait. Um, he last outlasted everyone else and picks up the win. Uh, you want to talk? Carl had uh Orton, uh, with a special entering by mm-hmm. Abyss. I picked Biggie with a surprise entry of Scotty Tuhati, and Garrett picked Daniel Bryan. and The only one to get the surprise entry correct Carlito.
3: But we already knew Carlito was gonna be there. Oh, though. That's the that? a- Yes, we did. We didn't know They, they even <laughs> said it. They was like, yeah, uh, when he was confirmed for Legends Night, it wasn't for Legends Night. We confirmed him for the Rumble, <laughs> and Garrett just fucking picked up on it and used it as a surprise
1: entrance. He did. Congratulations. I I
0: got
3: it
1: right. <laughs> but it was all good. Yeah. So we had Carlito. We had the Hurricane. Uh, I, surp- trying to I surprised. I surprised. Chris stand. didn't know the hurricane was gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> waste,
0: waste of a Royal Rumble entry.
1: Right? I kind of, I kind of assumed he was gonna be since I brought him back, he- um, because he got, he was furloughed last year from his producer role. Yeah, in the they, uh, a few months ago, so I kind of figured. Uh,
3: he, uh, he kind of did the same spot he did in yeah. um, what Royal Rumble was it where he tried to like he grabbed uh I think it was like Austin
1: and Triple H. Yeah, uh, Triple H in Austin. Yeah, but if I wasn't uh, Kane, Priest yeah. and, and Kane. <laughs> yeah. Like he was gonna throw him out. Uh, so I I don't care. I'll. I, is, I mean, Priest is Priest on, on Raw officially
3: now? Because wouldn't he on Raw?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yep. Damian Priest is officially on Raw. Cool. Oh, and uh, Rhea Ripley actually was called up to the main roster too. She just hasn't, um, they haven't announced mm-hmm. where she's going yet.
3: Uh, Carlito, it was good to see him. I mean, he was fucking, I don't know what kind of steroids oh. he's on, but man, I need to take, I need to take some cause
1: he was <laughs> fucking jacked. <laughs> when um, he was, um, he was headlined that, uh, that big time wrestling event that uh-huh. Garrett and I went to a few years ago. Um, the one that had uh it was Billy Gunn versus uh Buff Bagwell's like DX versus yeah. NWOs, which yeah. they're billing that match for. But uh Carlito wrestled for the big time championship. And oh, he was it. actually about that same size. I think he might be a little bit bigger. Yeah, he was. But um he was yeah. he I mean big, I hadn't seen know. him since,
3: you know, um probably like you know, his time with WWE. Um so yeah, I mean he came out, I was like, Man, dude, he
1: still still looked good. I know he's um he had some appearances on Glow on Netflix. Um he actually played um the brother of one of the characters on there. Oh.
0: You know what else I remember from that big time wrestling? I remember we all started chanting, you still got it, and he was
2: like,
1: No, I never lost I it. Never <laughs> lost it.
2: <laughs>
1: oh that was a fun that was a fun show uh yeah so lots of no
0: the funny the best part of that show is the guy sitting next
1: Oh, to that go. guy was awesome that guy made us laugh <laughs> so fucking hard i was having a, i was having so much fun with that guy his wife kept yelling oh, what do you like, think about a
3: Kane coming back <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I wasn't really surprised at that one because he's you know making like he's made yeah. sporadic appearances here. I and mean, there, he's getting so. a little bit of a gut though.
0: He's trying to not let uh. Yeah. Even you, know you know what's happening? that mayor want, life. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. He doesn't want Dolph Ziggler to take his
1: exactly <laughs>
0: most appearances in exactly
1: a, in the Rumble. Dolph Ziggler's got had would have had one more Rumble appearance to tie Kane. Now he's got to make it up. Now he's got to make up too. Hi, <laughs> oh, yeah, but it was pretty yeah. awesome um, seeing Edge Christian, win on uh, yeah. Christian. Christian coming back—that was literally like the biggest surprise entrant of the night for me because I, I thought Christian was done. Like he couldn't wrestle anymore, you know, with all the concussions and stuff. But I guess he was medically cleared a week ago uh, to actually uh, participate in the rumble. And then I guess we're saying that his deal, that's still going to include some key matches, um, upcoming in the future. So, so I'm looking forward to Thanks. seeing more of Christian. I would love, absolutely love to see Christian and edge go after one of the tag titles. Just for like one last tag team championship run. I would love that. Yeah. But, uh, maybe <laughs> Christian will finally get his, uh, are we still talking uh, men's
0: or a rumble?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, I, yes. I was still, still talking Christian. I was gonna
3: say another thing too that kind of bothered me was yep. uh, the AJ Styles. What's his manager's name? Almost. Yeah. Almost, like, almost what the fuck is up with that? Yeah. Like him being able to eliminate people. It's like hell if that's the if that's the case. Why didn't fucking. Uh, Why didn't uh, um, fuck, what's his name? Mustafa Ali. Why didn't he just have uh, Retribution come out with him and they just fucking throw everybody out of the ring?
0: The real thing is, why didn't Strowman just come out there and just fucking bulldoze the guy over? That would have made I mean, especially since they were already had a feud going to begin with.
1: Because that's the difference between a guy that sells merch and a guy that doesn't sell merch. And it's like, it's kind of like that Vader thing. So,
3: if if he can eliminate, uh, if he can eliminate, uh, was it Big E that he drug out of the ring? Yeah, so if he can eliminate Big E, yeah. then fucking Vader should have been able to eliminate Shawn Michaels after being eliminated.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. But they changed the rules, man.
3: I, just, I didn't. I didn't like that spot. It's like, come <laughs> on, man. My only other complaint. Yeah. My only other complaint uh, wow. is Edge coming in at number one and winning. Um, I figure. I mean, at this point in in his career, what does he have to gain from being like number one and going to thirty? Uh, I think they could have had him come in at like fifteen, or. Sixteen. And they maybe bring Christian in earlier so that we get to see Christian like majority of the
1: match. You know, the other thing with that too is they always talk about how difficult it is to win the rumble at the number one position. But they never say that it's the same amount of difficulty to win at or the number, the number two f- like five position because how many people like him in fifth and <laughs> Well, I'm saying like yeah, like one and yeah. two, you're in there the same like, amount of time. Uh, like, from when the bell starts, yeah, if there, you guys three, are in there. Three people have the same won at number
3: one. It's like, and I'm pretty sure there's some numbers because there's only been what 30 rumbles, if that. Uh, yeah. So,
1: and so there's only two that that's won what I'm saying. But what I'm saying
3: position. is like, there's numbers that haven't been, yeah, um, they haven't won yet, probably. So, I'm saying it's probably like. Like five and six, it's, it's probably like the toughest numbers to win for Yeah,
1: more likely, yeah. Was uh, Bianca becomes like the second person yeah. to win Red at quarter, number three? I think one. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, he was the first yep. one.
0: That's why I said
1: with a tear in yeah. She didn't say.
2: It.
1: And her fake bullshit ass
3: crying too. That's was like, dude, mm-hmm. you're the fucking worst actress in the history of fucking acting.
1: <laughs> like if you can't really oh, cry man. then don't fucking pretend like you're crying uh, oh wait come on Sasha cries every time she wins a title and wins I, like a, like a I know but idea. it looks good wins when like she does match. it
3: like she can fucking pull it off instead of like if you can't pull it off then fucking just be like a hard ass you know like yeah I fucking expected to win you know?
1: yeah all right. So was the Rumble. Um, was pretty solid. Uh, they continued that momentum into Monday Night Raw. Uh, kicked off the show. Oh, I don't even remember who that kicked off the show. Was it wasn't Edge. Edge, Edge came out. <laughs> Edge and McIntyre. Uh, McIntyre came out and then Edge yes. interrupted him. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Edge came out. Yeah, and then back kind of fast forwarded through that.
3: McIntyre really. basically was like, a lot of wrong, Hey, but... Edge, <laughs> uh, pull out your dick and I'll suck it. And Edge was like, You shouldn't want to suck my dick <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. because I'm the number one contender for the title and I can come after your title, uh, or I can go after Roman Reigns' title. I haven't decided yet.
1: Um, uh, yeah, oh. No. Yeah, so the highlight that I had for Raw was um, the uh, Edge and Orton match, and then um, Alexa Bliss getting involved. Pretty much, pretty much costing Orton the match and continuing the uh, the story arc for um. Uh, My highlight, what I really
3: liked, and what they kind of dropped a ball on this, like in the storyline perspective, but the the Bobby Lashley Matt Riddle match, um. It was pretty good, and then you had Bobby Lashley put him in the, uh, um, the. Uh... No, no, but I mean, it was like a legit. That was a good match. No, dude, that was a good match. Storytelling, dude. Storytelling.
1: That really that was. That was my low point for Raw. Y'all are buff on fucking drugs. Yeah, yes, I, tell I did not you. like that at oh. all. That was that was worse than Mustafa Dude, Ali that versus ma- Xavier that w- Woods. Dude,
3: the Bobby Lashley Matt Riddle match <laughs> was a good match, and then he put him in the fucking uh, full Nelson in between the ropes, and he got disqualified. But Matt Riddle also tapped out, so it builds for another fucking match. Uh, yeah, it was a good. That,
1: Dude,
3: that was a good see. match. <laughs> Did you watch it? <laughs> Or did you fast forward it? <laughs> dude. Uh,
1: dude. I did watch, yeah, it, I did watch it. it. I was... actually did watch that. You're both.
0: Yeah. It was good. Uh, if you want to say you're both on fucking drugs.
2: It. Sure. Storytelling, yes. Match wise.
1: Storytelling, yes. Dude, Actual, was... match wise, it was no... a good match. You're both fucking it. high right now.
2: No.
1: <laughs> 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 That's that's the whole point <laughs> of us doing the highlight and low points now. Is this exact reason. <laughs> so Carl can say we're so wrong I can argue long so long. I can exactly. argue with a gate. Yes. Like, it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it it brings conversation. But I I mean <laughs> I did I did like the uh, Alexa it's Bliss great.
3: uh uh Alexa Bliss spot in the um, uh Orton Edge match. I was kinda I was kinda I was kinda disappointed to get the Orton Edge yeah. match again. Uh and I felt like maybe they could have did this at like at the end of the rumble instead of like on Raw. But then they, they added the Alexa Bliss and yeah. it was it was it was pretty good.
1: I think this was I think this was the blow off match for Edge and Orton. I don't think we're gonna see Edge and Orton yeah. so play you, singles competition again. Do you like my bit.
3: idea though, Chris? When I was like oh. Edge versus uh, Finn Balor. Yeah, that would be the better match. Oh, absolutely. Mania, I
1: think out of out of McIntyre Roman, yeah, Edge versus Finn. Yes, hell yes. <laughs> um, yeah, good segue, Carl. <laughs> NXT. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the highlight that I had was Champa and um, Thatcher versus Undisputed Era in the uh, the tag team Dusty Rhodes Classic. <clears throat> I didn't really have a low point. Um, so I'll throw another high point in here, which was that whole um, Edge, Pete Dunn and uh, Finn Balor promo. So how did it go? Did say like
3: he was wanting to verse him, or did not even mention it?
1: Um, basically, basically how it went down was. Um, Pete Dunn was in the ring or Finn was in the ring Pete Dunn came out I think it might have been the other way around but um it was yeah Pete Dunn came out and then uh, then Finn came then out. Finn came out so they're just you know trading insults back and forth or whatever um, and then edge came out like as the two of them had like finish their promos and they're staring each other down and yeah. edge comes out and you know he's like you know you guys are you know, like the the pinnacle of NXT He's like, you know, Pete Dunn, you remind me a lot of myself, you know, the good and the bad. And, you know, Dunn just kind of like shrugged his shoulders. And Edge looks at him, he's like, I would have done the same thing 10 years ago, kid. Which just got a laugh out of me because that was pretty awesome. And then, you know, he tells Finn, he's like, you know, you you are on a completely other, a completely different level than everybody else is on this promotion. And he's like, you know, and being how, as you know, I won the Royal Rumble, I can challenge anyone, any champion please be, in please this company. Be, please. He's like, and, and he says, yeah, after um, take over vengeance day, he's like, doesn't matter which one of you two has his title. This is what intrigues me. is yeah. the title. He's like, I've never had that. And that intrigues me. So like. I, I highly doubt they're going to do that, but Dude, that would probably be I'm one of the best you. options, in my opinion. I'm telling you, I, like, I don't know match-wise. who we need to
3: write, uh, but we should start a petition. Like, <laughs> that would be the, the better match than fucking bullshit-ass Roman Reigns or fucking dumbass McIntyre. Absolutely.
0: So So... So one thing that I'm confused about that, so I, I, I would kind of say it's my low point, but it's not like a low point, low point. It's what confused me. So, uh, so Murat was telling you in the Escobar match, so in the Escobar match with Kurt Stein, which uh, I don't, you can put that as a low point as a match anyway if you want. That's just, um, we both agree we don't like Kurt Stein. anyway. So, the whole match, um, uh, Scarlett Bordeaux is watching the match. Like, she's up in the rafters, like, watching the match. And then after the match, Carrying Cross comes out there, beats up the other two guys from Legado, and, like, gets all up in Escobar's face. And, like, kind of like, you know, like I told you, hits towards, like, uh, you know, a cruiserweight title match between the two or whatever, or a match, whatever. Don't know that Karrion Cross is under 205 pounds anyway. No, he's definitely
1: not under 205 pounds.
0: So. Right. So I have no idea what that whole conversation was. Because then after that, um, which is something you probably didn't see, um, they show Edge out in the parking lot, and Karrion Cross comes up to him saying, "Like it doesn't matter between you're not going to face Finn or Pete Dunn, you're going to face me because I'm going to get my title that I never lost back. And, uh, <laughs> and Edge was like, he's like, stuff like that is why I want to come back here face people like you or some stuff something like that yeah and like he just kind of walks off so I just was like confused like what's the whole point in put him in Escobar if he's not going for that title he's still looking towards the world championship title
1: I don't know maybe um with uh Legado Del Fantasma being heel maybe this is a way to turn cross like maybe face or maybe more tweener um I don't know. It Could be that a possibility kind of maybe we're going to see Finn lose the title to Dunn and maybe Karrion and go after Dunn for the title. Uh, I don't yeah, know. That's confusing. But um yeah, that same aspect too um shit I had I had a thought and I lost it. <laughs> it was um oh, Orton. Randy Orton trading tweets back and forth with Karrion Cross about, you know, yeah, telling I him Yeah, that's all that You get your ass up to the main roster. He's like, you and I have money we can make. Yeah, really.
0: A lot of people want Karen cross on the main roster.
1: Dude is phenomenal. To me, he's a phenomenal. NXT is
0: the better
3: product right now. I mean, they should move all of them up to the main roster. Absolutely. And then demote everybody on Raw and SmackDown, fucking (laughs) back down to NXT.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the problem would be, though, if they do that, then the product would be no, it's, it, it's,
3: it's not the it's, wrestler, it's, it's writers and wrestlers. It's I writers. Mean, at some point, you, some it, at some point, writers. as a wrestler, I mean, it's everybody gives shit to wrestlers, like especially like all the big wrestlers, like Shawn uh, Michaels and uh, um, um, Stone Code. Undertaker uh, and they want to call it like Politicking Hogan they won't call it Politicking but, and shit like that but a lot of times these guys got sent up to the writers
1: and just be like Yeah fuck I'm not doing this you know Well the biggest thing with this too is It's not all the writers Vince has final say Over everything and if Vince wants Something to happen on Raw yeah. or Smackdown it's going to happen Uh, like the live sex celebration that Lita Edge and Cena pushed not to happen. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the the end of the world or anything like
3: that. But there has been times where people stood up to Vince McMahon. No, or or I mean, Vince was probably pissed. But there's times where they went out there and they did the opposite of what they fucking were supposed to do, or went longer than what they were.
1: Yeah. Oh, The Rock, The Rock every single time. His, um, the um, Hurricane has talked numerous times about his, um, segments with The Rock and how they would always like blow like the, the rehearsal thing. So they would have to do it live. And The Rock always managed to get more time out of those segments. Like they're only supposed to last like a couple minutes and they'd last like five, six minutes or maybe a little longer just because The Rock would ad lib so much and he would just try to get more time. Not just for him, but, you know, to showcase, you know, the hurricane and, like, other talent that he was involved in these yeah. things with, especially if they weren't, like, main event talent. So The Rock always tried to do stuff like that, and yeah. it pissed Vince off, like, every single time. Just like that one, that time that uh, the crowd was chanting CM Punk when he was in the ring, and then he called CM Punk. Vince was pissed. <laughs> but what are you going to do? It's The Rock. Yeah. Like, you're not going to tell him, like, what the fuck did you do that for?
3: Right.
1: But um but that's the biggest thing. Like if you look at who's running NXT, both NXT NXT UK, Shawn Michaels oversees a lot of the operations for NXT UK, and Triple H, you know, obviously is running the standard NXT. So you see these guys and they have a little bit more their fingers are more on the pulse on what we want to see as far as weekly television goes. That's why NXT and NXT UK are more entertaining to watch than Raw and SmackDown.
0: Yep. Like, you probably didn't even know that Jordan Devlin's doing open challenges every week.
1: I saw a, a little blurb about that. Yep. Say that as uh, open challenge continues. Yep. That was he us, doing an open challenge for Is he a champion?
0: Yeah, he's the, he's the Cruiserweight champion. He never <laughs> lost the Cruiserweight championship. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I forgot. The, he's the actual weight champion. Escobar is a phony.
1: That, that is true. they? phony. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, yeah. So, NXT, Like I didn't really have a low, low point for NXT. The whole show was actually pretty good. Yeah. It was. Um, as always. Uh, let's see. Let's jump into. So, that's going to round out WWE. Uh, Impact. Impact is pretty decent this week. Um, the high point for me was the return of the one dirty bitch, ODB. Woop woop. Came out and made the save for um, uh, Jazz and Jordan Grace as they were getting beat down by Susan, uh, Kimberly, and Deanna Perazzo. So really psyched to see ODB back. Um, definitely made a bigger name for herself in TNA and Impact. So it's great to see her return. Uh, hopefully that means some... Uh, some more stuff for her, though. but um, like I said, I didn't have a low point for Impact. It was it was pretty good. So Impact's been putting out some quality.
3: Yeah, whoever's running the Twitch, programming uh, yeah. account for Impact. Man, just make the fucking shit available, man. I got don't want to watch it.
1: Um, I just can't find it. <laughs> Absolutely, freaking ridiculous. Uh let's see so that was Impact AEW um actually, I actually had two highlights for myself for AEW uh one was the uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa match which I thought was really good um and then the and then Kenta Kenta showing up just out of the blue which um if you were paying attention to the news with New Japan strong uh which is going to be their US show uh, you saw a little bit of uh, Moxley and Kenta going at it. Well, if you saw that, then you kind of kind of had a feeling, but weren't hundred percent sure. So, um, Shivani actually, I think it was Shivani or Excalibur. One of them said that the, uh, the forbidden door is wide open now, that forbidden door being new Japan. So it looks like we actually do have a deal with talent exchange or at least a partnership with new Japan. Um, AEW is killing it with these. You got Impact, you've got New Japan, uh, NWA, AAA. Uh, there, yeah. So this is the best way to do it. So. Awesome. Uh, uh, low point. The low point I had was uh, Lance Archer and Eddie Kingston. I kind of, <laughs> I lost interest in this match, but within like the first ten minutes. Mainly due to the fact. Now, I love Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston is phenomenal. Great on the mic. Good in the ring. Like he's he's one of those guys that you know I can watch when he wrestles, when he talks, doesn't matter. But the fact that he got thrown out of the ring. This was a lumberjack match, by the way. Got thrown out of the ring. Uh, Billy Gunn threw him back in the ring, and then he rolls back out of the ring and starts fighting with the other guys that were nowhere near him and Billy Gunn after Billy threw him back in the ring. Like, I don't understand what the point of that was. And at that point, I was like, this this is kind of dumb. So, so I ended up fast-forwarding through a good portion of that match. Ah. <laughs> so so, so your,
0: your little point wasn't the wedding?
1: The The wedding was actually entertaining. It was. It was <laughs> <cute>. Right down <laughs> to James Mitchell being the, uh, the officiant. I know. So. So James Mitchell has officiated two weddings in the last like two months <laughs> for two different promotions. Because <laughs> he did the uh, the Johnny Bravo and uh Rosemary yep. wedding. <laughs> I love James Mitchell. It was freaking commentary between uh Jim Ross and Excalibur. <laughs> like, um Jim Ross goes, uh, so should we should we tell the people who the to who the officiant is? And uh, Exceler goes, oh, he's a little sinister. And Jim Ross is thinking, and he might be a minister. <laughs>
0: that wasn't the best thing that was said. The best <laughs> thing that was said was, uh, was uh, he was like, "Is there anyone who likes object?" I was like, "I've been through a couple of these. Uh, let's get through this." No, no, no,
1: no. we're not. Yeah, here. let's like, just, let's just go. Let's just go. <laughs>
0: let's just go. I was dying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Then, of course, she knew something was going to happen. Like, right. see, you, you know, see the big gray box. Happen. Like,
0: I was hoping the classic what always happens at a wedding where someone gets dumped on, I was like, eh, they're gonna get dumped on with orange juice, and it didn't happen. It actually was yeah. fine. I'm glad they didn't do that.
1: Well, Penelope did go face first into the cake,
0: yes, which you know, no. happened,
1: yeah, and then, uh, and of course, Orange Cassidy was in the cake, <laughs> yeah, so. That was good. Uh that was that was probably one of the more entertaining uh wrestling weddings that have happened in a while. So uh let's yeah, so that was AEW. Uh, do you got did do you, you mean, watch no. did you get a chance to watch AEW?
0: I did. I watched it most of some of it. Not all of it, but yeah. some
1: of it. Uh one more the other thing I want to add on this too is um it looks like Sammy might be uh splitting from the inner circle. Yes. It looks like that as well.
0: Which
1: is, I mean, um, I think we should do that. He, I think he would be. I think so too. Better by himself. him and uh, think... W.
3: Allen should form a clique and be the outer <laughs> <laughs> <The> outer circle.
2: <laughs> I. <laughs> No, so, hey, they
0: need to be. They need to, oh wait, They need to be called. They need to be called the Skater Boys, and it needs to be spelled S K A. Like
1: yeah, eight, no. like an eight, the number
0: eight. <laughs> it needs to be spelled <laughs> Boys
2: B-O-I.
1: B-O-I. <laughs> well, they should be the. They should be the Skater Gods. The Skater Gods. <laughs> So skater spelled the same way, and God should be G O D Z. Oh man, that'd be great. Oh. But yeah, yeah, definitely, I see definitely. There's gonna be a feud between MJF and and Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that tag team battle royal that was actually a good opener for the show. Yep. Um, it actually came down to, um. Sammy Jericho
0: Jericho and the one dude from Top
2: Flight Yeah. Dude?
1: Yeah. Yep, it was uh the last guy from Top Flight. Um so Jericho ended up inadvertently, I don't know if he they tried to play it off like he didn't notice, like he didn't realize that it was Sammy that he eliminated, but um like I don't think Jericho really didn't play it off like he eliminated Sammy. Oh. So, well, we'll see where it goes from there. But yeah, that's pretty good. So Jericho and MJF get a future, get a tag team title shot um, at some point. Yay! Yay! Uh, <laughs> right. So that is. Uh, I will say though, I do like the mix of Jericho's music and MJF's. Yep. That's uh, different. Very, very well done. So, all right, so that's gonna, gonna ring the bell. Finish up that segment. So that's uh, the bell to bell. Closing bell has rung. counted out. Uh, let's get into the Vintage Throwdown. All right. And the Vintage Throwdown is sponsored by the thedailyshopstop.com, uh, your one-stop shop for all your cool gadgets and workout gear. Uh, Order now, get 50% off site-wide, and free shipping on all orders over $100. So check out DailyShopStop.com for all your awesome workout and gadget needs. All right, adventure start on this week. Royal Rumble 2006. So I believe um, we pretty much have touched like every era of the Royal Rumble, um, ending with the uh, the Ruthless Aggression era. Yeah. Uh, I figured
0: out really quickly that we watched this match, watch this rumble for the first match.
1: Man, I don't
3: know this <laughs> this, this this review for me. Hey. Uh, I don't know, kind of brought brought back bad memories. So I was like,
2: <laughs> I got. I, <laughs> I was just like,
3: man. Uh, I, I just remember back when I watched this the first time. I was just like. Everything in this fucking preview pissed me off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The biggest one, the biggest reason why I picked this was for uh, John Cena versus Edge, uh, which would have been their feud coming off of New Year's Revolution um, after John Cena defended his title in the Elimination Chamber and then Edge cashed in the first Money in the Bank contract. Up six so that kicked off the feud. There won the title, mm-hmm. then had the live sex celebration the next night on Raw. Um, so which car- that carried all the way into um, the Royal Rumble. Um, and this was also the year that Rey Mysterio had won the Royal Rumble. Um, after the passing of Eddie yeah. Guerrero. What we'll touch? What we'll
3: touch bases on that too? Um. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: um, this, yeah. this was a big thing with the brand split, too. Um, yeah. With the opening match, the Cruiserweight Championship, uh, the Cruiserweight Open, uh, basically mm-hmm. the Cruiserweight title was exclusive to SmackDown. Um, so they made a big deal with this, with Gregory Helms being the only uh, raw superstar yeah. in this matchup. Everyone else was SmackDown. Um, and this, of course, is when Gregory, when the Hurricane... Uh, turned on Rosie. Yeah. And then Which started the fucking, transition to Gregory Helms. I was
3: fucking I was fucking um, pissed. That uh, route, so. I was a fan of the Hurricane um, <laughs> in this match. I did not like uh fucking Gregory Helms. Um uh, Kid Cash <laughs> is probably uh one of the more underrated or underused talent that WWE had at this time. Um, he was the, the champion uh, going into this. Um, uh, and then like as soon as he lost the belt, I'm like, yep. man, this is probably it for him in WWE." Uh, and yeah, they did pair him up with Jamie Noble. Well, they, did, but they paired still, him up with Jamie like, Noble. Yeah, uh,
1: and then they called him the Pitbulls. Which I was yeah, kind of disappointed the because they weren't the pit bullies, uh, but But so. uh, Kid, Kid Cash
3: is one of the like you should look into <laughs> like uh, some of his ECW stuff. Uh, any match he had with Jeremy Lin is probably like a classic. Um,
1: <laughs> and, the, yeah. and the fact they came out. I mean, basically that's basically like, his gimmick.
2: Like,
1: <laughs> yeah is His gimmick—he looks like Kid Rock, like yeah. He did. So, so <laughs> yeah, it's like Rob Van Dam looks like Jean Claude Van Dam. So why not? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you had Kid Cash, Paul yeah. London, another great cruiserweight talent. Um, yeah. Funaki. Paul London. He was, he was another under the time frame. Uh, Funaki, another like,
3: he man, who doesn't love. I mean, he never got the push like he deserved. Funaki. Uh. Him and Takuma Noku... I mean, Takuma Noku kind of got his push as like the light heavyweight, um, or cruiseweight champion. But, I mean, those guys yeah, are better champion. than that. Like, on on WWE, they kind of, like, yeah, lightweights, I, I guess, just didn't get their, their time to shine like they did in WCW. But, yeah, those talents, like, Funaki is probably one of the better wrestlers, uh, that WWE uh had in the Chris Wright division in a long like in a long time. Like he he had like a pretty long career, but I mean he was he was good. Kunaki is it.
1: Yeah. I would um definitely with Taka Mishinoku, definitely check out any yeah. of his post WWE stuff yeah. in, in Japan. Like Taka is phenomenal. Um Jamie Noble. Yeah. Jamie Noble's in the statue. Love Jamie Noble. Um phenomenal talent. Also one of the most one of the more underrated guys in the cruiserweight division. So um I did love his um uh before he retired, yeah. he had a nice little feud with uh William Regal um that involved uh, him and Layla, which was really, really entertaining. Uh, especially like <laughs> so talk about trying to get Layla and he's talking about, you know, having coupons at Olive Garden. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, that was actually a really great matchup in the beginning of that to open up the show. Uh, of course, Gregory Helms picks up the win and um, then moves over to SmackDown to start his historic Cruiserweight title run. But, but being, fuck uh, him, he went in a hurricane. So champions. That's all good. Uh, yeah. yeah well the funny thing is one of the times I've met him a couple of times uh, one of the times I was talking to him you know about my hurricane collection and he goes, Do you have any Gregory Helms figures?' I'm like, yeah, I got you know a couple of the ones that they made I'm still looking for the other one. And he's like, wow, so you're one of like the two people that bought those Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he will tell you like he said like interviews before that as soon as he transitioned from the hurricane, to Gregory Gregory Helms, like any merch sales that he had, just completely dipped. Because there was at one point where he was um one of the the in like the top five, yeah. Like, I mean, merch selling. If he's not going to fucking oh, sing the vert like True. we don't need a
3: thing. Uh, we don't need to see uh, Gregory Helms.
2: <laughs> 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 like if he if he came
3: out and danced, I've been like hell yeah, but no he. We're supposed to be this, you know, mean dick guy. <laughs> like, I I think he had a match with um, I can't yeah. remember what uh Pepper V was on. He had a match with uh, who was it? Was it um, Shannon Moore, maybe? I don't know, but it was like a decent match.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, let's see. We got next up. Uh, Mickey James defeated Ashley Massaro. Uh, Trish yeah, Stratus. But was it, this was right kind three. of the beginning of I
3: the whole. Love like thing. in yeah, She or she's she supposed to be in love with Trish
1: Stratus, and
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, at the... Yeah, she was
0: her number one fan.
1: Yep. This this was the build to um that infamous match with yeah. with Mickey and Trish at WrestleMania. Where um where Mickey countered the trap the satisfaction faction by sticking your hand in Trisha's crotch, yeah, uh, and then licked her fingers, <laughs> which is edited yeah. out on the network. So if you actually want to see that, you Hornib haven't have seen it, or, or just want to relive have. that moment, you have to find it on YouTube. <laughs>
2: YouTube. You'll find but, some uh, other stuff. Yeah,
3: on I mean, well. at the time, <laughs> like I, I really didn't. <laughs> I really didn't care uh, as much, but like hindsight, just like where it went with the story, I was like, eh. um, "Yeah, yeah." Mickey James is is good. Like they didn't need this that storyline. That was kind of one of the lamer storylines.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, at the time, it was pretty entertaining, though. Uh that whole that whole WrestleMania church got
2: booed like, yeah, by the cheered. Everything right Mickey her.
1: did, they cheered.
2: <laughs> <You know>. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. So, um, mm-hmm.
1: But it was one of those ones that, that mania was in Chicago that year. And so they were it was um that that crowd yeah. was kind of hot for a yeah. lot of um a lot of the heels, so if I remember correctly. Uh, specifically, Mickey. Like they they cheered the shit out of Mickey. Um, so we go from that. Then the next match we had uh the Boogeyman defeating John Bradshaw Layfield. I the Boogeyman's one of my favorite guys too. Like I was kind of yeah. disappointed he didn't make an appearance this year. I was kind of hoping he was gonna.
2: You know, it's
0: um, funny though. I never realized how short he was. Like he's like. Barely taller than. Well, it's one of two where where people don't
3: realize how tall John Bradshaw uh,
1: was. Yeah, JBL is JBL
0: tall. I'm just saying in general. Like, I never really realized how short Boogeyman was in general.
1: He he's six foot two, man. He's not that short. He's fucking my height. Short. Maybe he's shrunk over the years.
0: Last time I saw him, he looked short.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's six foot two. JBL is um Yeah. Oh, That's when JBL out. had Jillian as his uh yeah.
3: And Boogeyman manager.
1: ate it. Yeah. And
3: no, it wouldn't it face. wouldn't win. Isn't this is where
1: Boogeyman ate the growth off was, her face. It, yeah. yeah. Prior to it, yeah. <laughs> Or is prior to this. But... And JBL yeah. Michael Jordan side. Six foot six. <laughs> oh man so dead it's kind of one of those things where you're like you're kind of yeah. surprised to see like boogeyman was on a pretty big push at this point like i think this was like the pinnacle um him defeating uh jbl i know he's i think he's got a win over booker t too but um like they had him on a roll so uh let's see royal rumble we had uh ray mysterio uh, coming in at number two, last an hour and two minutes and 12 seconds, uh, six eliminations. Yeah. Um, uh, at the time, the
3: uh, I fucking hated this. <laughs> uh, I was not a big fan of the like Ray Mysterio, like post Eddie Guerrero push, um, that he got, um. I mean, it's one of those things that where they, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Remastero was uh, like a hell of a talent. Like, I ain't gonna like, say he isn't or anything like that. It's just, it, it just the whole, like, storyline like, didn't sit right with me. Um, And uh, then, like, the the feud, I think it might have been after this, or was it before this? I can't, the feud with him and Chavo? Was that after this? Well, that was the other mm.
0: funny thing too.
1: With,
0: with like with like even in the I rumble, think it was after, but like even in the rumble, like the first person Chavo goes after is Ray. I'm like, damn, for someone who
1: is like
2: best friends with. Well, uncle, I mean, it's one of the, it's one of those sure things. Like, it's, it's like, it's like for me,
3: like as soon yeah. as Rey Mysterio's, like, I'm dedicating my match to Eddie Guerrero. I'm like, oh, he's winning. You know what I mean? Like, and and everybody there was Eddie Girl's fucking friend, you know what I mean? Like um anybody could have got that put, you know what I'm saying? And and it's just I, I just wasn't a big fan of it. And then um when they were in Nashville, uh I think he had a match with I'll say it was like Finley and then Chavo like ended up interfering or whatever, but like they piped over it on, like, the TV version of it. Because, like, once I watched the TV version of it, it, like, it seemed like everybody was popping for Eddie Guerrero. But the arena, when I was in it, like, we were not popping for Eddie. Uh, Mysterio, we were – uh, they were chanting at him, like, you ain't Eddie and stuff like that. It was it was good. Because <laughs> he was, you know – they made Chavo, like, out they'd be the bad guy. Oh, I'm sure they
1: – yeah, that's when they taped – yeah. That's when they taped SmackDown on Tuesdays, and yeah, I'm Uh, sure they heavily edited the crowd noise on that one.
3: But uh, yeah,
1: for to this day, I
3: still like like when he was at WCW, Verminster was like one of my favorite wrestlers. But like even now, like I don't know, I just didn't like the way they went about that. Like, I mean, if you want to give Verminster a push, give him a push, but don't put it on the back of Eddie,
1: you know. Yeah. So this was um let's see here. Yeah. So Triple H and Mysterio were number 1 and number 2. And they were the two longest lasting in the match. Um I mean this was the like, Triple H was eliminated this is, by Mysterio. This uh, was a good this was a
3: good rumble like, elimination wrong is this at the time Like, even or even now, like, I'm like, I still kind of hold a grudge towards it, but yeah, I mean,
0: you know, how you 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 knew this rumble was gonna be good when the spirit squad came out there before the rumble started. Yeah,
3: you had the fucking spirit squad, (laughs) the spirit (laughs) squad was cool. (laughs) Like, I, I didn't hate the spirit squad.
1: Oh man, yeah. Fucking hilarious! Uh, yeah, we got but, uh, out of it. So I mean, you, mean, you had really uh, Randy much, Orton.
3: No. Uh, <laughs> um, who else was in this? Carlito, Bobby Lashley, Road Warrior Animal, Crispin Wab. Uh, Road Warrior Animal was in here. Tonka was in it. Uh, yeah, that that fucking crazy didn't get their You know, like, two. Yep. I don't know. Is <laughs> this there's two people right there that. Or just as talented as fucking Rey Mysterio, and didn't get the fucking push. And and plus, like fucking if yep. is if if, 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 if any better. of them like fucking Especially like psychosis, like Rey Mysterio, pretty much owes his career to fucking psychosis.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Uh let's see. Final four looks like it was Triple uh, H, Randy Orton, Ray Mysterio. You had Rick Flair Flair, and uh, Rob Van Dam. Um you had
3: um some people that you know you kind of forget like how good they were. You had Shelton Benjamin. I mean it was doing like the mama gimmick, like where he was like kissing his mom or whatever. Yep. (laughs) Yep.
0: With that whole um, that segment in the back where his mom was like,
2: was "like <laughs> last time I told you, dude, Rick,
3: Yeah, you had, uh, <laughs> you had uh, yeah, you had uh, yeah, you had Chuck Benjamin. Um, um job, you had uh, Eminem, Joey Mercury, Johnny Nitro, uh, Trevor Murdoch was in this. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Eugene. Trevor
2: Murdoch. Um, yep. Eugene. Uh,
3: fucking, what's his name with the perm? Uh, um, shit, what's his name? The black guy with the perm. Uh, uh, Orlando I mean, Jordan. Uh, yeah, oh, you're
1: talking um,
3: uh, Orlando fucking, Jordan. yeah, yeah. Jonathan yep. yep. Who was uh, part of uh,
1: JBL's cabinet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That was Jonathan dumb. He like- was in this too. <laughs> Which,
0: what of all people, what is the first person goes up yeah. to big show and hits him in the back? Uh, 17, next?
3: 17,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh seventeen. yeah. Uh, seventeen. yeah. Nova. So you had the two, the two shortest times in the ring, were Sylvain Grenier, who was eliminated by Bobby Lashley, at eighteen seconds, and T-tanko, Booker T, he was, was eliminated in there for a pretty by Benoit in eighteen seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um Yeah, he was
0: in there for a pretty good while.
1: Oh, yeah, he was oh, in about 5 uh, fucking count miles by uh, yes. by Mercury and Nitro. Yeah, he was in there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, chain like chain uh yeah, it was event, Vince, like, interrupted the machine like interrupt the rumble. Yeah,
2: Vince
3: is down the... there with
0: his nice shimmy walk. Pissed
3: off. Was this the uh, how the fuck dare you eliminate Sean versus Miller? like Vince and God? Or, I think this was, yeah, was the yeah, like, uh, Vince and Shane. Shane,
1: yeah. Yeah. Shawn Michaels and God versus Vince and Shane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think so. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs>
3: oh, but it, it was pretty No, no, it was pretty pretty a good rumble. It wasn't like like I said, for me, it was a, history. A, to, like this time yeah. in, like, this time in like my life, I was kind of falling out of love with wrestling. Like, it seemed like they were putting over people I didn't want them to put over. And I was just, like, it pissed me off. Yeah. Which, let's segue into the next match. Fucking. So, didn't you have this fucking huge.
1: Yeah, which was. Didn't you um, have this
3: huge, huge fucking. Fucking. Ball, what, it was John like a Cena. spaceship almost looking thing. S- special,
0: whatever. Yeah, special what fucking calling. entrance like, ramp comes down issue. from the
3: fucking heavens for fucking John Cena. Oh, I wonder who's gonna win the next match. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing Edge is not gonna win since he get he didn't get the fucking super cool ramp with the pyrotechnics fucking coming down from the fucking heavens.
1: It's like a fucking kiss concert or something. <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oh, that's exactly what it was uh, oh man so like we said when we started the uh vintage slowdown this was um john cena versus edge just pretty much edge cash is in the first uh money in the bank contract after cena uh, successfully retains his title in the Elimination Chamber at New Year's Revolution. I was fucking. Uh, we the live I was sex a celebration huge fan of the, Ark the next time in Raw uh,
3: during um, this era. Fucking Hulk holding Matt Hardy, like this shit was fucking like he was the man.
2: <laughs> he was the man in my
1: fucking ass, dude. Like. The SummerSlam prior to the SummerSlam. Prior to this WrestleMania, um, I was actually in attendance for. Her. It was in uh, Washington, D.C. That's when um, Edge okay. and uh, Matt Hardy were in uh, um, the steel cage. I ran this time, actually too. like a, I don't uh,
3: think he actually wrestled t-shirt. that night. Or if he did, it was like a, a dark match. Uh, but I remember uh, I took my mom to Raw. Uh, Ra- mm. And uh, I was like a big like Edge fan. And like the section that we were sitting in, Like people were fucking pissed at me. Like, (laughs) like I remember, like one girl was like, "You look like fucking (laughs) Edge." Like they were like, my mom thought like I was gonna end up fighting like with the whole fucking like little section I was in in the arena. Uh, But yeah, I was a big (laughs) Edge fan.
1: Uh, I think. This match should have been the main event, and we had uh, Mark Henry. Which, uh, uh, without without me bitching, like the, the John Cena Edge
3: match was a good match. Uh, Not probably mostly because of Edge, but <laughs> John Cena yeah, is probably yeah. one of one of John Cena's better matches. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. This this one, like, that definitely should have main evented this, like. Kurt Angle versus Mark Henry, like nothing against Kurt Angle, nothing against Mark Henry, but I think Cena and Edge would be bigger right. draw to close out the show. Yeah, and that, that's what it should have been. Like if you were going to do yeah, that, I, the, I had, at then the, the time Rumble though, should have been Kurt big, uh, Angle, I
3: mean, he probably wasn't a bigger draw, but he's probably one of the better talents that they had. I I was yeah, but I mean, I, Mark Henry, it took me a while. Really, like the Mar- Mark Henry when he came back, because he was like a mid card for so long. Um, when he came back, it.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I think this is when he started yeah. that. Uh, I mean, that it pain me, thing. Or
3: yeah, it took me a like while that, yeah. to like get used the, to. Uh, him, that's what I do, you know. Um, in the main event scene. But after a little while, he started to grow yeah. a little bit. I mean, he, he's not the best performer by like no means, but he he's okay. But yeah, this definitely shouldn't have been the main event. It could have been uh, Ed jo- uh, Ed Jordan, <laughs> fucking Ed Cena,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ed Jordan. <laughs> Cena and <Bad> Edge. Cena. <laughs> so but overall it wasn't a bad pay per view. There probably some like if they would have switched up some of the card, like the matches on the card. Yeah. Um like I mean, said, putting the WWE championship as the main event. I, I know
3: I found um, I found
1: like a fucking, over Angle like like Mark
3: Henry. fucking boyfriend or something. Uh, uh review reviewing this. I was just giving you my phone at the time, but I mean other than that, like going <laughs> so back and watching it, uh I mean it it was a good pay per view, like I always like the Royal Rumble. And this one was a pretty good one. It's just some, certain things rubbed me the wrong way back then. Uh, and still kind of pissed me off to this day. Fucking Ray Mysterio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Would <With> that... <laughs> so that was the, the vintage throwdown. Um, I don't know what we're doing for February, for dude, for the rest of the month, the next few weeks. So dude,
0: we'll figure something
1: out. Um, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll let you guys decide the next one. Okay.
0: Don't let Don't let Carl decide because he'll do something like uh. 19- dude, I like doing shit I haven't seen. I, for know, or I can't
3: help it. I'm not like you, I'm and I haven't bit. seen all the good fucking shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that's that's one of the things i love doing the vintage throwdown for is because like carl and i'd <laughs> be like oh man it's been a while since we watched this and garrett's like dude i've never seen this before right that was pretty cool so, <laughs> right. no or yeah. even it's like something like oh shit like i don't remember i, seeing th- I this.
3: say um
1: like this is actually pretty cool so, but it's,
3: um Let's since it's Black History Month, let's uh like dig into like so, like we want to do like a particular per view, but let's just like look in this like some of the bigger moments and like um like black p- performers like you know like some big Booker T like maybe Booker T win the world title or uh or the per view that Ron Simmons uh won or competed for the world title or something like that you know.
1: I was actually yeah, just yeah, gonna say, do, what movie was Simmons that? Like Bachelor Beach or something? WCW title. Um, oh, yeah, that's from December 1992. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> it was. Um, it was him versus <laughs> Vader. I'm, I'm looking it up now. <laughs> well, it depends well, on where was. you're
3: at. Like if you fucking fucking. Many <laughs> Ford, it's probably like
0: sixty or
1: seventy, <laughs> right? It's true. Uh, da, 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 da. Generally, if it's December, it's usually like Starcade, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know I looked it up on YouTube, and yeah, like WWE's thing just doesn't have anything. Um. Oh come on man. Fucking thing.
0: See while they're looking stuff up, I'll say. Uh, we have no idea what we're doing in our fantasy bookings. Um, we may just <laughs> we have no clue. Uh we'll figure something out and we'll get back with you. Uh, I really want to tell you guys who hey, I am, so I'm just gonna go ahead and do it now because it really doesn't go for it. it. Uh, so my two, my two people I'm swapping out from my roster is I'm getting rid of Kaylee Ray and I'm getting the bootylicious Scarlett Bordeaux. And, uh, I, uh, I thought of an amazing tag team and I'll let you guys figure out who his partner's going to be because I'm getting rid of Carlito so I can have James Storm. Nice. i going to put him in a tag team. I just had to think of the name. I got time to think.
1: (laughs) I cannot find the freaking name of this. I'm sure it's on the freaking network.
2: By the way, Carl
0: wrote your roster name. We're terrible. uh, You can remember it. I did. I remembered it a little bit ago.
1: Oh my god, like this sucks! Like,
0: <laughs> well, you know, no, actually, it was. Um, I just do it off here and we can find it.
1: Where it was can... uh August 2nd, 1992, not December.
0: Oh, it can end this long, ass episode.
1: <sighs> yep, so all right, we'll figure it out though. That's that's what we're gonna do. Uh, Ron Simmons versus Vader. Um, the night Ron Simmons became the first, um nationally recognized African-American wrestler to win a world heavyweight championship. So, all right. Well, that's going to wrap us up this week. Um, Theme of the week this week, Garrett, what you got?
0: So uh, Chris and I were talking about this wrestler today and it made me wonder what his theme song was. So I looked it up. I was like, it's pretty cool. So we're going to play it. It ain't Kenta. So I'm sorry to get your hopes up. Uh, it's actually <laughs>
1: Jay White's theme song. Jay White. I can send it is to Is that you his know. his New Japan theme? Y- yes. Okay. If he were so like local to Betty
2: White?
0: Um, I'll send it to you. No, okay. Kidding. I'll send it to the group chat. Yeah.
1: Maybe. <laughs> All right. So Jay White's theme. I think that's one of the few uh non. Uh, WWE or AEW themes have done yeah. I looked to it I was
0: like this
1: is cool that's okay. right little
2: so eerie so Jay
1: White's Jay White's theme so um yeah so that's gonna wrap us up thank you guys for checking out another edition of the Wrestlegetting Podcast Ah, uh, behalf of myself Kirsten Heat Matthews Gary G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland thank you all for checking this out this has been episode 78 Cousin in country talk to you guys music, next week. you just Later, can't
2: use the
3: N-word. <laughs> 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 it's probably best if that word just not heard.